Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea, oh, gray hot. The lights are turned way down low. Make it so, make it so, make it so. When we finally kiss, good night. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you really shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And my dear, we're still goodbye, then. But as long as you love me so, make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Christmas Day, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, happy holidays, Merry Hanukkah, happy Christmas. Yeah, you can tell because the logo. That's right. Right there. That's how you know. <laughs> and also we have like the cyber LED menorah. That's how you know. That's real. That's ours. Yeah. That's physical. This is This virtual. is real. That's a watermark. Eh. Nope. Uh, we got a show for you tonight, all sorts of news and updates, and we're going to have some giveaways, some good giveaways, and lots of new products. It's been quiet here all day, but that's uh, that's good because we're the elves. We're the ones who are... New York is pretty amazing on Christmas, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because it's really quiet. That's uh, so nice. And it's... Uh, I got, like, almost no emails today. Yeah. And so, uh, for us, like, we, we like doing this. It's just all the other things that go into each day is kind of hard. So that's why we're doing the show tonight because we know a lot of folks are um, hanging out with family or they're escaping from family. <laughs> uh, and uh, this is a good distraction. And we had a fun show and tell people show and shared projects. And then we have a lot of stuff that we normally do each week, and also uh, some holiday treats. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready? Let's do this thing. On tonight's show, the code is TIS THE SEASON. 10% off in the Nature Food Store, all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, or when I remember to turn off the code. So you probably have a little time. So maybe a little bit after after midnight. Uh, TIS THE SEASON, 10% off everything except for Adabox, for giving them as a gift, Code Academy, and gift certificates. Of course, it supports us, an open source hardware company in New York City. You saw the little Happy Holidays video. One thing I should mention, this is just some of us. We don't do mandatory company events um, where everyone has to, like, here, you're forced to all get a photo. So this was a Friday. It was like 4 o'clock. Whoever was around, we just took a photo. So this is some of us. We have about 100-something people. Um, but we did want to say uh, Happy Holidays, and thank you for supporting us, an open source hardware company here in New York City, as you could tell. Um, ladies run this company. If you want to see companies like Adafruit succeed, pick up a kit, pick up some electronics. You can even save a buck or two while you're at it. So from our family to yours, happy holidays. Thank you, everyone. And thanks for supporting us all year long. Ask an engineer, Adafruit, and all the things that we do together. Show and tell people around the world showing sharing the projects. Lady Ada will talk about that and more. We have a little bit of a... Uh, Preview coming up for John Park's workshop and also um, the Make Code Minute, which JP does every single week. We're going to play that. We have some exciting Python on hardware news. Some time travel. We're going to look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. Some help wanted. We're going to talk about some 
current openings here at Adafruit that we'll be posting up soon. We got some 3D printing, some time lapse and more. We have some made in New York City factory footage. We've got some new products. We'll do some top secret. We'll answer your questions. We'll do that and more all here and in Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. All 15,000 of us. We'll do top secret. We'll do some trivia. All that and more. Ask an engineer. You get a top secret twice. I did top secret twice because... But it's real. We have twice as much top secret. We have twice as much top secret. That's what I did. I, I put... We did a special edition of top oh, secret. Oh, because you had last week's top yeah, secret. Yeah, so I have oh, top right, secret right, and top right. secret. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, it, why? It's sort of. It just it came out twice here. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's just uh, hop right to it. To the season's code. Um, Lady Ada. 10% off. We still do the free stuff, too. We have Perm Protos, and we have... We do have some freebies. And we have free shipping. $99 or more, you get a free Perm Proto half-size breadboard. People love these for taking their soldering, solderless projects and soldering them onto the Perm Proto to make them permanent. $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental U.S. Uh, obviously, if you order today, you will not get it by Christmas because that was yesterday. But uh, you'll get it by next Christmas for sure. Uh, and then $299 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express our all-in-one development board that has buttons and LEDs and sensors and speakers and capacitive touch input. And uh, it's great for learning electronics because it's solder-free and it runs all sorts of different programming language like uh, MakeCode, which is drag-and-drop Blockly programming, Code.org CS Discoveries, which is JavaScript, um, got Arduino standard, and CircuitPython, our favorite, as well as many more. Tested said yeah. it was one of their favorite things. We'll talk oh, about that in a little bit. Oh. We're gonna play that. Oh, we're gonna play that. Oh, we're gonna play that. But you get it free with your order of two ninety nine or more. Okay. Um, shipping. I don't have to do the holiday deadlines anymore. That's so, right. Yay! Yay! So, um, so order whenever. Order whenever. Order Doesn't whenever, matter. Order pick whatever. anything you want. Whatever, man. Just, who cares? Not my problem. Close your eyes and pick something. That's. Um, we fun. have same day delivery. Uh, we didn't have that today because you know. It's Christmas Day. Everything's closed. But every other time we do, so before 11 a.m. in Manhattan, you can check out and you can get same-day delivery here in New York City. Okay. Show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing projects even on Christmas Day. It's true. Who's on the show and tell and what they share? Well, we had Philby who came by and showed off. Uh, he's working on the Pi Spectro, which is a project that we started eight years ago, but we're totally going to finish. Uh, but he got some good demos, got the gifty coding going. He got uh, some clock stuff going, um, IP address display. So we're, we're getting close to being able to release this as a kit. And that's it'll be cool. Be cool. Um, he also had an MSX Philips computer. It was like a Japanese reference computer from Philips that was not very popular. I've never heard of it, really. Although it's familiar. I think I've yeah. seen it. But it, it's a super cyber. So that was cool. He likes computers that are thin. So it's a, kind of the desktop thin style. Noe. Uh, came by with uh, the project they're working on this week. They're kind of going a little slow till the end of the year, but they've got these Res-inspired NeoPixel glasses. He showed them off, and they're writing the guide. So it'll be probably live in the next week or two. Uh, Emily uh, built a copper tube, um, like, concentration game with a built-in buzzer uh, that buzzes when you don't have the copper tube go through the hole or the, the like, eyelet thing. Um, and it buzzed, but it worked really well. And you guys, it was on a piece of wood. Drew uh, showed off a bunch of things with Helen. They've got the KiCad teardrop module plugin, um, a cloudy Circuit Playground Express uh, ornament, and uh, also building up like a 400-piece Oscitone kit. It's like a oscillating synthesizer kit. 
Um, then Richard A. came by and showed off. Uh, he's at uh, on holiday break, but he's got this scarf with WLEDs in him and is making more progress on the Pi Portal project with Home Assistant interface. I think they'll be very popular. People love Home Assistant, and this will let you have a little Pi Portal friend. Yeah, uses MQTT, mm. and another really neat example of what you can do. Um, one thing that we thought was important, if you're doing IoT, it's kind of nice to have it an all-in-one yeah. unit that's low cost, high performance, and then you have uh, display. Yeah. So you're always able to have a menuing system on it. So we see lots of IoT boards, but you always have to like connect 50 things to them just to do something, and then it's very difficult to see what's going on. Yeah. And if it's always connected to a computer for that, what was the point? Yeah. For like this edge computing world that you hear these buzzwords about. So the Pi Portal, um, I think Hackspace, and I think also Make called it the the lowest cost, easiest IoT display out there. Yeah. So you can use Arduino, CircuitPython. Um, you can drag and drop graphics, and you can instantly do things over the internet and display it, or use it to control things. Yes. Too. And it it in itself has sensors that you can get information to and from. Yes. So, anyways. Good stuff. All participants on the show and tell get an as seen on the show and tell sticker. Email supportedatafruit.com and we'll send you one. If you're a kid, have a parent or guardian-like entity do that. It's part of our Adafruit Live Series shows. We do shows all year long, as you can tell. I think we're coming up on like 500 episodes yeah. or something like that. Yeah, if not more. Of show and tell or Ask and Jam? Of like everything. Like all the numbers are just, because yeah. there's, there, there's. I think we've been doing Ask and Jam more than 500 yeah, times but, easily. But we didn't always put it on YouTube because YouTube didn't have a live. Anyways. Oh, that's right. JP's going to be back with a show tomorrow. Um, JP's working on a lot of the um, Bluetooth low energy stuff with CircuitPython. Yeah. And with Bluefruit. However, we also have a ton of make code stuff. Um, MakeCode had a little bit of an update, and so JP, I think, might be showing that tomorrow. But either way, every week, JP does a MakeCode Minute, and we're going to play the latest one right now. For the MakeCode Minute today, I want to show you a way to compare strings... Uh, inside of an array to then check the index of that string to fire off another array. So what am I talking about? Well, you'll see I have a couple of big arrays, actually a few big arrays that I've defined. So one is notes, and I'm defining them as note names. So this allows me to use A, A-sharp, B, C, C-sharp, D, and so on for uh, note names which is a nice way to enter them rather than using Hertz, which is what this next one is. So I actually have typed in the values in Hertz, the frequency of those different notes. Um, then inside of my, uh, this function called define jingle bells, I've written sort of the first uh, stanza of the song. So by typing those into an array, uh, it was nice and easy. However, I can't use those when I fire off this play tone block right here. Uh, instead, I need to use a number, I need to use Hertz. So what I'm doing is every time I press the button here, I'm going from one to the next in my series of Jingle Bells notes. When one of those is called, I play a tone at a Hertz uh, value from this list. And I have to say which number in the list is it. Is it the first item? Is it the ninth item? The way I get that is through this note names, finding the index of the value. For every number uh, in the index, we compare 
uh, the note name to that it was entered in the uh, function to the value. So it essentially says they gave us a DS, so it's a D sharp. Then it goes and it checks the string and it says, is this a DS? No. Is this a DS? No. Is this a DS? No, 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 no. It finally gets to this one, which was seventh one down. Now it knows what number that is and it can then grab the seventh thing from this array. I know that's a little complicated seeming, but uh, hopefully if you look at this, look at the image, you'll be able to correlate note names to numbers. And so that's one way that you can create longer, more complicated songs inside of Make Code on the Circuit Playground Express. And that is your Make Code Minute. Okay, Yay, so tune in tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Time for JP's workshop for some more Make Code and also for some cool Bluetooth low energy projects. It's Python on Hardware Time. Lots of news. This is a snippet from our weekly community chat, our newsletters, our blog posts. It's about everything we do in the world of Python and hardware. Congratulations to Damien and MicroPython. The latest update is out, MicroPython 1.12. It's released. There is support for Pyboards, BLE, Little FS, Dynamic Native Modules, SAMD PowerPC, and more. It's a nice update. You can check out the GitHubs, and you can check out the forum post from Damien. We will have that in our newsletter. We are now up to 94 boards. We are getting so close to 100. Ooh, See how close we get by the end of the year. Smell it. But whereas, <laughs> there's now 94 boards on circuitpython.org. And one note that I think is really important, less than half of them are from Adafruit. Correct. So there's 40 Adafruit-made boards and 54 from everyone else. So if anyone thinks that this is an Adafruit thing, no, it's a giant community ecosystem. And there's lots of companies, lots of people, lots of individuals, entire uh, businesses being built around using circuit Python. Yeah, when we started, it was a lot of Adafruit stuff because we yeah, were well, reporting it. Gotta get started. But now, actually, you know, on a weekly yeah. basis, we get one or two new boards, and yeah. we don't make one or two new boards a week. So, so we're, yeah. Success happy. for us was more boards from everyone else than just the core Adafruit ones. Yeah. So right now, there's 40 from Adafruit, 54 from everyone else, and that number from everyone else is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So check it out, circuitpython.org slash downloads. Here's a preview of we're going to do a little update on the site because the boards are so cool, the site's going to look even cooler. So this is just a little bit of a, you know, just a, just a little bit of preview. It's not a sort of section, but maybe later. Um, so it'll be coming soon. Uh, we have a CircuitPython 4.1.2 release. Yep. Uh, minor stable release. Uh, it updates Adafruit underscore Circuit Playground Frozen Library for Circuit Playground Express. Shouldn't pick, break any code compatible with the previous releases. Um, if you don't have a Circuit Playground Express or a Pi Ruler or a board with Frozen Libraries, there's no reason to update, but if you like having the latest stable. Yeah, we just, we just made some improvements. I think we also shrank the size yeah. by making some optimizations. So yeah. four, but you know what? If you if you want, go up to five. We're we're sure. getting ready for a release candidate. Speaking of. Speaking of. CircuitPython 500 Beta 2 is released. This is Beta 2. Proves our initial file system definitions. Might overwrite existing files, so make sure you back them up before updating. The beta releases are pretty much feature complete at this point, and they're meant for testing, so do check it out. All right, we have another update to our Bluefruit Playground app. Um, if you have a Circuit Playground Bluefruit and you've downloaded the app on iOS, you can just click update and it'll, uh, or it's already pushed an update to you. And we just have a few new things already. So you can control LEDs, color and animation, view, light sensor readings, 
view state of the built-in buttons and switch, turn the circuit playground blue fruit into a musical instrument, orientation based on accelerometer data, view temperature readings, and much, much more. All right, CircuitPython snakes its way to Hackspace Magazine again. So this is their latest issue, and in this issue, they have a really big feature on making music with Circuit Python. So yes, there's little buzzers, and like you saw with yeah. Make Code Minute, you can make tones with them, and we even have an RTTL library, so you can like play wing tones. Yep, just funny. use some math and a bit of code to create your own waveforms. Page 74, 75, um, support them. This is a free magazine, but you can subscribe, you can also buy it. And if you want to see cool magazines that support the maker and hacker world, this is one to subscribe to. And if you do, you get a Circuit Playground Express. They don't pass to say this or anything. I just think it's a good idea, and uh, people are really happy because they get a magazine and they get electronics. All right, this is from ITAP Arcade, and this is a cool cardboard controller handheld for a game, 100 Yard Dash, and it uses CircuitPython and Circuit Playground. Each row of LEDs represents the 20 yard uh, line, and you press the left and right sides to the field to move your player while avoiding the defenders. Ooh. Yeah, kind of neat, right? This is this is way better than your yeah. phone. Um, then everyone's getting their Ada boxes, and there, we have an ornament inside of it. So folks are putting their family photos in there. This is from Scott. This is funny because you, people really like cart. Like you know, we're like, oh, people put the gizmo in, and yeah. they'll beam a photo over. But what people really like is the snowflake yeah, demo. Yeah, they like putting the, the they do. snow on it. Uh, this is kind of neat. This is a uh, Zux, a animatronic penguin, and you can control it with a half tux, yeah. half. Kill a robot. Yeah, and you can control it with a uh, Pi Badge. Uh, sorry, Edge Badge, because we have Pi Badge and Edge Badge. I'm going to say um, This is cool. IoT Makers Israel, they had a Circuit Python hands-on workshop and meetup. And uh, you can look at some of the coverage and some of the slides and more from the event. I covered this last week, but I wanted to mention it again because we have a better logo. This is uh, someone's putting together the Circuit Python libraries and more to control the open... Uh, Roomba port. Uh, there's a physical port that you can do stuff with, and it, uh, there's Circuit Python for it. Um, this is kind of cool. Uh, this is a Circuit Python brushless Nerf Titan 50 mod, and uh, I like how the cat gets on. Cat's just like, like, damn. So this I'm is, about to get yeah, nerfed. So this is this is a mod. <laughs> yeah, this is a mod that uh, is Circuit Python powered, and then um, in a second or so, all these um, Nerf. <laughs> and the cat. Cat's gone. Cat's gone. Cat's, cat's, wait, cat's actually in another state by now. Cat's already. Cat's calling friends like, hey, pick me up. I'm out. I'm out of here. Um, Let's go, 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 go. Yeah. And then uh, this is uh, a really cool NeoPixel uh, cosplay. This is a Monster Hunter. Yeah. And you can see all this. Uh, what a cool outfit. Yeah, it's really neat. And then this is the Neo Tree. This is a uh, oh, it's NeoPixel robotic. tree, and it goes up the the pole here. Wow. And I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And there there's music in the background, but I turned the music off because I think it's music that the, the, the content ID stuff would, would pick up. So um, I figure we could just do narration over it. So you can control it, do oh, lots of different effects, things. Yeah. Fast LED effects. Yeah, it's really neat all the things that you can do with this uh, this tree. Alright. Um, the getting started guide on Hacksters and posted from Robotic Masters. This is if you have the Robo hat MM1 and you want to use CircuitPython with it, they have the pinout maps, they have how to get started. Um, if you want to pick one up, you can find it on CrowdSupply. This is neat, uh, thanks to Sean who introduces Topher. This is from ZSK Technical 
uh, textile embroidery. Yeah. And um, we're gonna uh, we're in communication with them. We've covered this before, but now I have an intro. But look how nice the embroidery yeah, is. Yeah, so here. we're gonna do some trading. So I think we're gonna get one of these in person here to, yeah. to play around with, and it would kind of be neat to add things like uh, Circuit Python and Circuit Playground Bluefruit to do things that are not only capacitive but also could uh, be wireless so you can uh, do some combination of those things. So we'll uh, have one of those soon and we'll uh, have a little segment on our show about it. This is a Pi Portal app launcher. Um, this came out a little while ago and uh, I just saw it now. So if you want to control all the apps on your computer, you can use a Pi Portal and Circuit Python for that. Uh, this is a DNA Lounge. JWZ, Yeah, we had the eyeball <laughs> yeah. for a while, but now he's got the Santa hat yeah, on Yeah, he pulled Santa hat on it. So it's festive. And then this is a MicroPython powered cat toy. So this moves a little laser around, and as it moves the laser around, the cat, you know, cat's like, I'm going to get this. I'm, I'm totally going to get it. This time, this time I'm, I'm getting get it. it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get you it. You know what's funny? MOSFET, like, it only worked on him for, like, 4.8 seconds, and he's like, oh, forget he, it. It's yeah, not he was like... He's like, he uh, was quickly, he yeah, quickly It was exciting and then it wasn't. Yeah. So anyways, um, this was on the show and tell, but I thought I would just uh, mention this again. This is that cool uh, Raspberry Pi powered clock that has all the different modes. Cedar Grove, been working on this really neat. Adapto. Yeah, you use the Pi badge, badge to control it. Cricket. And you can control all the servers and all the motors and it's control. It's like a, yeah, it's control. a little adapto stemma growth thing. Yeah. Um, this is one of those cool infographics, but it takes like two minutes. And it starts at 1973. So, <laughs> yeah. I, so I just took a screenshot right at 2019. So right now, most popular programming language, uh, Python, followed by JavaScript, Java. And you got C, PHP. It's C sharp, interesting, yeah. and more popular than C R, Swift, and C. Objective C. So uh, check out the whole thing, um, the animation and more, because you can see like Fortran was there for yeah. decades. Um, Kotlin. Bunny's book is out of print, so you can now download it. That's correct. Yeah. I think we have like one copy left in the store. If you yeah. want to really pick it up, because this yeah. is it. This is the last one. He's not making any more. Typical beautiful. bunny fashion. He just said, "Okay, we're out of print, so let's uh, let's let's let folks download it." Um, this is beginner guides to microcontrollers. This is from Gen Fox and Foxbox Industries, and it covers our stuff and a bunch of other stuff. So we bought a copy, read it, it's good. Uh, our endorsement, buy it, and support an independent publisher like Gen Fox and Foxbox Industries. And uh, we have it linked up. It's also on our website um, if you want to pick up a copy and more. Got some more updates. This is from the learning system. This is Control um, Some Holiday. Things like Reese and more with a Circuit Playground Bluefruit. The updated guide is up for the EasyMate controller of it. I think the Titano is now supported in it. And then speaking of, we now have support for HyperCard on the Titano, bigger screen. A um, little bit of a reminder of stuff that's going on. We have a bunch of libraries. We have like 208 now. 108 libraries. So if yes. you want to get started with electronics, it is now mo the most fully featured libraries. It is batteries included. As We're actually now getting to the point where there's more libraries for CircuitPython than we've written for Arduino. I mean, total, there's there's more for Arduino because it's been around for like 12 yeah, years. Yeah, but we, we caught up. But we're, you know, we're getting there. Like, we're no longer hearing from people like, oh, I wish this library existed. It's like, yeah. no, it, it does. Or somebody's written it. We also have a contributor bundle, a community bundle. Yep. And people are adding and writing their own libraries there. So this is what's happening. Special thanks to everybody who's been smashing that star button on GitHub. 
Uh, we're up to 1,500 thanks. Um, it does nothing other than just let us know that you're liking what we're doing. So thank you, everyone who's been doing that on GitHub. You can go to github.com slash adafruit slash circuitpython and hit that button. Uh, Scott will be speaking at PyCascades in 2020. It's February 8th and 9th, which seems like a long way away, but it isn't. It'll be in like a matter of hours. It's like days. <laughs> and then um, April 15th to 23rd, PyCon, a lot of our team's going to be there. That's coming up. That's Python on Hardware News this week. Yay! Okay, let's do some uh, time travel here. Okay. We're going to look around in the world of makers, hackers, and artists. And I wonder makers. what happened like last weekend. Well, what happened on Sunday was some STEM Sunday, so take it away past us. <laughs> okay. Hey, for STEM Sunday, I'm playing with uh, nine DOF sensors. So this is actually three different boards. This is a triple axis magnetometer, the list 3 MDL. This is a six axis accelerometer gyroscope, LSM 6DS33, and this is a combo. It has both chips, and you can see a little blue wire. I made a mistake, but I fixed it. Um, these are all stemma boards. They're nice and compact, and you can connect them over I squared C. And I'm just finishing up the silk screen now, and uh, here's the output from the sensor, nine DOF. So I'm going to, in the next week or two, work on turning this into orientation data. All right, cool. That's Stemma Sunday. Okay, and some help wanted. We're gonna be posting up this uh, opportunity here with Adafruit shortly. Um, remote, totally okay. If you're in New York, that's fine too. Um, Adafruit IO, we're looking for some folks who know Rails and Node, um, but this will be up on jobs at adafruit.com soon, but we wanted to tell our community first because there's a lot of super fans that might know someone. Um, take, take a look at Adafruit IO. We play nice with all devices. We have a very cool, I think, uh, progressive, futuristic, here's it's your data. Here's how. Look at the the FAQ and the policy. It's all human readable. I yeah. think we have the best IoT service for people who care about privacy and for making things and for sharing things. Um, we have Plus accounts now, so people can pay for the service if they yeah. want to. Um, it's doing great. There's tens of thousands of users. So if you want to uh, work on it, it, never crashes. So we're not at, we're not looking for someone who has to come in and like, oh my gosh, like the, it's crashing all the time. Well, we actually just want to add more people on the team to do more features. So if that sounds like something you want to do, or if you use Adafruit IO a lot, and you think you would want to uh, con contribute to it in some way, um, just look for the job on jobs.adafruit.com. All right, what else do we got in time travel this week, Lady Ada? Do you know? I don't know, no, what, what, what is that? Okay, traveling through the rest of the week. Oh, right. Cartoon Network and Adafruit, we did this partnership, and you can now make uh, this out of a pack. This is, you can make an ornament with the NeoPixel strip, and we have the official stickers that we work with Cartoon Network on. A lot of people like Steven Universe. So if you want to make that, we have that in the store. Um, we got it just in time before the holidays. But if you want to just do other Steven well, Universe projects. Well, it's good for any kind of cosplay. We have a yeah. bunch of projects that we published on Learn. We have like half a dozen uh, for making anything from swords to decorations to uh, costume accessories. Um, so these are all done in make code. So yeah. you, if, even if you've never programmed before, it's really easy to get started. Just drag and drop the blocks, and Erin wrote a bunch of guides, and she's just you know a great beginner teacher. All right, so we're still traveling in time. So okay. um, speaking of, so Tested.com, they did their favorites of 2019, yeah. and Circuit Playground made the list. So Yay! Jeremy did an excellent review. Uh, I'm gonna play, I just uh, snippet the, the section. Yeah. Uh, watch the whole video at Tested.com. But um, I just took that little little bit of just circuit playground because yeah. often when someone reviews our stuff, they say all the things that 
we want to say it. They just even say it better. They say it better because they're, like, it's, of course, we like it. Yeah. But it's nice when someone reviews it and sees the things and the thought that we put into it. So take it away, Jeremy from Tested. Hey, friends, it's Jeremy from Tested. It's my favorite time of year when I get to share with you my favorite things of 2019. We have the Circuit Playground Express from Adafruit. Now, <clears throat> I get asked all the time on Twitter, Jeremy, how should I learn Arduino? I don't know a thing about programming. I don't know anything about electronics. Should I get an Arduino? What kit should I buy, right? Arduino itself, if you just buy an Arduino and you want to learn how to program, that's great. But all you can really do with that little box is make an LED flash, right? To do anything more, you have to hook up wires, maybe do some soldering, find the right components. It's a lot to ask somebody who's just putting their toe in the water. The Circuit Playground comes with all of that stuff already on there. You've got 10 RGB LEDs that can be any color. It detects touch, capacitive touch. It detects motion with an accelerometer, okay? It can detect temperature, it can detect light. It has IR blasters and receivers, so it can communicate with another one or control your television. It makes sound, it has buttons on it, a switch. It has all of that embedded right on it, and it costs $20, okay? This is my recommendation if you ever want to learn anything about C++ programming, Arduinos, microcontrollers, but even if you don't want to dive that deep, if you don't want to get into actual code where you're typing your syntax and getting everything right, I know that's intimidating, you can also program in Python, which is a little more user-friendly. You write your scripts, you drag it on over USB, like a USB drive, but even simpler than that, my nine-year-old daughter had no problem at all using MakeCode on this, which is a drag-and-drop system. You go on the web, you drag all your logic together, you enter the numbers that you want to enter, and suddenly you've got a motion detector that like lights up unicorn colors whenever it detects motion. Or you can create a game, a Simon Says game. Or you can you know, detect what angle it's, it's tilting at. You can even detect a heart rate. Okay, This is a great learning device. Major props to Adafruit. This is two years old. Uh, this is the one with the IR blaster. They just came out with one that has Bluetooth, so you can actually control the colors of the LEDs over your phone or any number of things. Great device. Thank Yay. you, Jeremy, and thank you, thank everyone. Thank you so much. At Tested. Um, I work so hard, so I'm glad yeah. that people are liking it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, we don't, you know, we're, it's still a challenge for us to get people to review you know, learning electronics because I think there's a lot of STEM toys and those capture the attention. Like, here's a toy that Disney did a partnership with. There's toys and they, it's, it, those is an educational toy. But teaching coding and electronics, that's, that's a, it's a hard thing to get folks to, to review and then compare the things that are out there. And, yeah. and I think um, Tested has done a really good job because what Jeremy said was like, he's asked all the time, like, which one should you get? What can you do? And he has a nine-year-old daughter, and it's like, well, she can use MakeCode. She can use Python. She can use Arduino. She can do all the different things. Yeah, because like most STEM toys, they're like, you know, $50 or $200, and it's like you can only do one thing with it. And yeah, it's like glossy and beautiful, but once you're done, you're done. Like, and that happens a lot. People, like, they, yeah. they play with it for two hours, and they put it away. And what we did, when we designed the Circuit Playground Express and the Circuit Playground Series, we're like, how can we make something that can be used from a six-year-old to a 60-plus-year-old? You know, yeah. like anybody who's learning. And can it be $20? And can it work on all computers? Yeah. And can it run Python? Like all that stuff. And the so. goal is to make it so you can build like hundreds of projects and there's new ones constantly. Yeah. So it's like a free-form learning, yeah. not. Now we have Bluetooth. So there's not like follow these two instructions. Okay, you're done. There's like, even more. There's nothing more to learn. All right.
continuing our journey through time. Um, we're an open source hardware company, and a couple little updates before we get to the guides. The um, Take Flight with Feather contest, it ends on the 1st of January. So you got oh. a little bit more time. Okay. There's 62 entries, I think, altogether. There's a lot. So on average, you know, if you, it's been around since November. So oh, all of November, day. all of December. Okay. That's about 60 days, about an average entry a day. These are all of the Feather, Feather compatibles, Feather ideas, Feather things like ebook readers to drones, all in the Feather format in some way. And that's why we opened it up so people could do a lot of cool stuff. Um, a lucky winner will have their board manufactured and sold on digikey.com. And uh, we're looking Thanks for- Thanks to Seed Studio who also- Yeah, they got the word out. Yeah. Everybody's getting the word out on this stuff. So this is Take Flight with Feather and uh, special thanks to Supply Frame, Hackaday, Hackaday IO, and of course, Digikey, who's helping fuel this contest over there. Um, and then also special thanks to Supply Frame and uh, Hackaday. So one of the things, I made Hackaday site and logo a million years ago, and they have amazing artists that do all the yeah, artwork. Yeah, the art is so great. And they accidentally sent me the Connected World poster. But and it's like, cool. They're like, oh, we were going to send you, you know, the, this one. Um, but you know what? But, and I said, no, no, no. I like this one. <laughs> I said, I want both anyways, so I'll keep this, this and you can so just cool. send me the feather one too. So anyways, thank you, uh, everyone out there uh, who, who sent this I think it's Joe us. is the name of the person. Anyway, Jasmine? beautiful. It might have been Jasmine or Sophie. Jasmine. Anyways, okay. whoever sent it, thank you. Beautiful. Um, no, the artist. Yeah, Joe Kim, I think. Joe Kim. Um, so this is okay, uh, a real quick thing before we get to the guides. So if you go to learn.adafruit.com, you can kind of tell where we're heading, not only with Adafruit.com, but kind of our, our overall look feel, making things easy to find, discoverability, newsletters, what's trending, what's popular, um, major update. We'll have a blog post about this later, but learn.adafruit.com. I'd almost say like you could just bookmark that and that could be like how you're using Adafruit because this is kind of like, it's all, we're getting everything together in a really neat way. Um, if you're like, instructional learning and, and how things could be presented in like the best way and like using really cool uh, web technology so it works on mobile, works for every, everything else, you'll like learn.adafruit.com. But uh, the star of Learn, of course, are the guides. And you're going to talk about just a few of the 2088 that we have. I know, we have so week. many guides. Yeah. So I think last week, the last guide we had was the Binho CircuitPython libraries with yeah. Binho. So that's the uh, USB host adapter that we put in the shop. Um, from uh, Binho Group, and it's neat because you plug in USB and then you get this little five pin adapter and it gives you like I squared C and PWM and analog and you can use it with all of our CircuitPython libraries because they wrote a blink a layer, which is rad. Um, we've got the guide for um, Bluefruit TFT Gizmo and CS Notifier for iOS. So if you have an iOS device and you're wondering like, how does you know, Apple Watches get notifications so it knows like when you have an email or when you have a Discord notification or somebody's messaged you, um, it's using the service called ANCS. And uh, we have support for it in um, Circuit uh, Python. And so you can um, quickly and easily use our library. We even have a library that Scott pulled out uh, called like Apple Notification Services. And then you can get um, and notice every time there's a new service, it'll, it'll add it to a list and then you can like display an icon or you can even get the text um, and do something with that as well. So that could be kind of neat um, to make uh, like a, a assistant or a, an accessory to your iOS device. We've got a guide for the new LSM 6D socks sensor. We, um, we're gonna also do the ISM 330 DHC, which is like kind of very similar to the industrial uh, version of the LSM. 
um, sensor, and these are six duff IMUs. They have accelerometer and gyroscope, so they're good for motion detection. Um, and these are, you know, ST has like been doing six duff sensors for a while, but this is like the next step up. You have two guides on using the MCP2221, um, maybe I'll call it the 2221. Uh, there's the Carter CircuitPython libraries on a computer with the MCP2221. And also Brent did a guide here, uh, CircuitPython libraries with Jupyter Notebooks. So these are kind of a, a twofer. The one that's by Carter is just getting started with talking with talking to this new product. It's a, a USB-C to uh, I2C or GPIO converter, um, which is very nice because extremely low cost. And then uh, Brent took it one step further and showed how to take that data into Jupyter no Notebooks and then animate it. So if you have temperature data, it actually comes in and animates and, and plots it. Let me break it. it down for everybody out there. This is going to help so many educators. Yeah. Because it'll free you from things like MATLAB. It'll free you from all sorts of... So you don't have to use LabVIEW or MATLAB or, or like anything. You if you want to get Jupyter Notebook. sensor data in and yeah. it comes in and it's plotted and you can use that data immediately, yeah. nothing you don't have to deal with is programming a microcontroller to take data and then and then parsing it by serial. You now get the data directly. Demic connector. Yeah, this is a cool thing. This is the sleeper hit. One of the like I think this is very cool. Yeah. Um, I think people don't understand what it is yet because it's whenever I try to explain to people they don't quite get it. I have to kind of explain it like three times. We'll go over when the new product, but basically it's running native Python I squared C, you know, sensor reading and writing on your computer without any intermediary microcontroller programming. So you're writing native Python code and you get to do all the yeah. NumPy stuff you love, the matplotlib, all of that really cool, you know, machine learning, all of that, but there's no microcontroller programming, no C yeah. programming at all. I guess the analogy that I would say is, if you know Python, you can do everything that everyone was doing with Arduinos, but you stay in Python and you don't have to go through a microcontroller it's that easy. It's like physical computing comes to Python. Any type of scientific computing, yeah. you want to do temperature monitoring, and you want to have that come in directly into your uh, Jupyter notebook. Yeah. One of the things eventually I would love to have is, is having all this supported in Colab as well over Web USB or, or I mean, I don't want to use Web Serial. I'd rather use Web USB. But we have to. I have to figure out how to get Colab to support WebUSB, and I don't know if they, yeah. they can or not, so, but that's in the future. So we'll if this is something, like if you know Python, pick one up and uh, just start playing around with it, because I think it's going to be like, whoa, this brings physical computing to Python, this brings sensor to Python. It's sensor really neat, and Python, we have, yeah. like I said, we do have 200 CircuitPython libraries. Yeah. Every sensor we sell now, that's I squared C, including this thermal camera, which we'll show. And it's one of the things he did, yeah. he showed how to get live thermal camera data into your Jupyter notebook. So all of that, um, you know, happening uh, for all of our sensors and all the future ones we're doing as well. So yeah. uh, I think this is going to be really, really nice. And again, uh, very inexpensive. So you can do it, you know, what a DAC board, I remember DAC board used to cost 200 bucks. Now it's yep. 650, super cheap. Okay, we also have from Kathy Sierra, a, a triple twinkly air warmer headband, three ways. Yeah. So you can do it, uh, no soldering, no coating using just simple wire LEDs. So it's a very simple, very you know, good crafting project. Step it up a little bit using make code with a Gemma M0 and some NeoPixels to do some cool LED animations. And then another step up for even more advanced, programming the Gemma M0 with CircuitPython, reading the temperature sensor from the, the native, like there's a little built-in temperature sensor on the Gemma M0. Um, 
And then using that to change the LEDs, whether it's hot or cold out. So the three ways to make your twinkly earwormer headband. Liz Clark made uh, her first woodworking project. It's a wooden NeoPixel Christmas tree uh, with, I think, a circuit playground blue fruit. And she had a, like a tree topper, this wooden tree, and these like screwing bulbs. You know what? You don't have to throw it out when you're done, like the, all the other trees. You get to recycle it next year. And because it's a flat plywood, it stores easily. Um, and we also have a guide for the Pi Portal Titano. It's a little bit different than the Pi Portal, so most of the pages are the same, but there's a, the pinouts are a little bit different because the screen is twice as big. Okay, more guides ahead. We're up to 2088, and like I said, please check out learn.adafruit.com with all the latest updates and more good work. Justin, Sheehan, and Tyler on that 2088 team. guides. Yeah, okay, let's do some factory footage. Take it away, Adafruit Factory. factory footage without a look outside the window it's all in construction around here <laughs> so i like this sped up because it makes it makes all those pickers look like they're like little hands hi pick up things so this is what's going outside out our window every day construction you can see all the brick being removed really fast yeah and they're 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 almost moving this fast it is happening it is very fast all right, epic. All right, we've got some 3D printing. No, Pedro, we'll be back in the new year. But for now, we have some videos and a couple sped ups. So we're going to um, do the camera slider video. Then we're going to do the ornament speed up and the diehard ornament speed up, one after the other. All right, Take see you on the other side, everybody. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're upgrading our motorized camera slider. This build is based off the Adafruit Feather and CircuitPython. We're using it to capture motion time-lapse video to make smooth-looking shots. 
Like our previous build, it features the same mechanical design so it can be portable or plugged into the wall. The feather platform makes it modular so it's easy to swap up boards using the Tripler Featherwing. The Mini TFT Featherwing has a built-in joystick and a screen for displaying graphics. You can cycle through the different options and select to start the slider. This way you can see the progress of the stepper motor. The build uses aluminum extrusion to support a linear rail system with 3D printed parts. A camera like a GoPro is mounted to the platform and slides along the rail. While the slider is in motion, a camera is sliding graphic is displayed on screen so you know how much time is remaining. At the end of a slide, you can choose reverse mode or back up the slider and go to the main menu. This makes it easy to kick off a new time lapse. An additional auto pan head can be used to rotate your camera while it slides. This adds more dimension to your shots. Our GoPro Hero camera features built-in image stabilization. The time warp feature helps create smooth motion while it slides across a scene. This is great because it creates hyper-smooth time-lapse video. We think this is a really neat way to capture build sequences and even 3D printing time-lapses. The code for this project was written in CircuitPython by Liz Clark. You can check out her video for a visual explanation on how the code works. Link is in the description. For testing and debugging, you can use the built-in serial console in the Moo Python editor. The Adafruit motor wing gives the Feather M4 motor control and it makes it easy to connect. A Tripler Feather wing keeps everything in place and makes it modular. A stop graphic is displayed on screen right before the slider ends, letting you know it's almost done. Selecting main menu will automatically back up the slider. The graphics displayed on screen are actually bitmap images, so it's easy to customize or change them out. With CircuitPython, boards show up like a USB drive so libraries and assets are easily accessible. This project uses a handful of libraries and we think this makes it easier to develop software for these type of projects. There's a bit more to this build, so be sure to check out the learn guide for a full walkthrough. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit.
2020, they're back to learn how to make all this stuff. In the meantime, check out many of their hundreds of projects and guides. Yeah. They already, make they all already, those other ones first. Yeah, then let us know that you run out. Eat your vegetables before you have to work. Okay, um, let's, uh, let's talk about the, maybe one of the most important things for some folks out there that are sitting there and they're like, What's the code? Stuff's in my cart. I should save a buck or two. Tis the season's a code. Once again, thank you for supporting us, an open source hardware company here in New York City. Use the code, save a buck or two. Ready for some new products I do? I'm ready. Alright. So uh here's the thing. Because Christmas falls on a Wednesday and there's many other holidays right around now, you maybe you were busy. Maybe you just forgot, you had a big list. Don't worry, it's okay. You can go to adafruit.com slash gift certificates and you can just you can print out this beautiful um, gift certificate Graphic. reserve note, yeah. yeah. <laughs> reserve note, legal tender. Good, good for Adafruit. one Adafruit. And uh, you can do that now, and it's all electronic, and you can also print it out if you wanted to. But you could do that. The other thing you can do is give someone a gift of Adabox. They wouldn't get it right now anyway. That's be good like, because I've been thinking about you all year, but this is it. You get it starting in March. I, it's actually the best time to order is now because one, you'll get in, you'll start, yeah. and then all year they're going to get. Four projects, and they're going to be it's like, like giving four gifts. And each project has ten. Each box has four, ten projects. So it's basically like a project every single week yeah. that they can build. There's no, they'll not run out. And Absolutely. because we do math, yeah. um, most people who started AdaBox from the very beginning are still around. That's correct. That we good. did the math. You can cancel any time. But why we would did you? the SQL query. Yeah. So, anyways, and speaking of AdaBox, we now have AdaBox 14 standalone. That's in right. The store. If you missed out, or maybe you liked it so much you want another one, we have a couple dozen Adabox 14s. Not that many. 14s. And it comes with a little, Not that many. It comes with a sheet that has all the stuff. But, and you here's know, the thing. You can't read that from here. Here's what you get. Here's what you get. Here's the deal. I will say, we are no longer making Adaboxes after we sell through. We Pretty used much to. Pretty much now. And we actually, we're not going to do it anymore because it's it's a ton of work because it only really makes sense to it do it. It just means the boxes are more 000. special. So. so here's the deal. If you don't get it, we're not going to make any more. Once they're done, Probably they're done. Probably that is it. So you get okay. a blue fruit. So you get a circuit player and blue fruit, and you get a color TFT gizmo. I think both items are even out of stock because they're so popular. Yep. And you get all these cool accessories. You get the LiPo battery and the battery charger. You get a protective case. You get the snow globe kit that comes with these like really cool like snowflake decoration thingies. Yeah. Uh, and you get um, the ornament holder that you see is very popular. And you get the glasses that uh, make your Christmas even more dazzling. So it's an all-in-one no solder pack kit. I recommend it. Uh, it also, if you order now, you may get some extra goodies. Who knows? But maybe, maybe not. They're a secret. Okay. So, yeah. Next up. Okay. We have two thermal cameras in the store. Now, we've carried the AMG 8833 for a while, which is an 8x8 uh, IR LED matrix camera. This one is a little bit more expensive, but it has way more pixels, 32 by 24 um, So, you're getting a higher resolution, and there's two of them. One of them is kind of shorty, and it has, I think, 110 degree, and then one of them is a little bit longer. Let me show the next one. Yeah, go uh, keep going. Uh, go to the oh, that one. That one's a little longer, and it has a narrower range. Otherwise, it's the same code. Like the only way you can even tell which one you have is by physically looking at it, because they actually just have a different lens. Okay. And let me show. And this is what you can do with it. 
Let me show, yeah, I'm going to show it on the overhead. Do it live. This, yeah, this one you kind of have to do live. So here I've got the Pi badge. It's actually the, the testing jig that we use to test it. And this is the camera, and you can actually even see it's, it's watching me, so I can, hold on. It's like, hi, that's my face, and I can, I can wave my hand in front. Yeah, point it up, and I'm going to just sneak my hand over and just see if I can get a hand shape going over here. Oh, yeah, here, you can this. see the lamp, and then you can see, hi. V for victory. So the, the line you see above, it's the, um, we have a fluorescent light. I'm going to make a little shadow puppets here. Okay. Hello. Okay. Um, so one thing you might be alligator. noticing is there's a little bit of a, alligator. a checkerboard pattern, especially when you move really fast. That's normal. The reason you're seeing that is because um, when you are reading data from the thermal camera, it's called uh, like a checkerboard um, by frame read. It doesn't read all the pixels like in a row. It actually reads every other pixel. It can't read each pixel one at a time. It has to read them alternating, probably because it doesn't want to have any self-heating. So when you are reading the data, you read every other pixel in a checkerboard, and then you read the opposite pixels, and then you put them together to create a frame, which means that if things are moving slowly, you get a, you know, a pretty clear thermal image. But if things are moving fast, you'll see a little bit of a checkerboard pattern. Again, it's normal, and if you want, you can do some math to, to try to average it out a little bit more. But um, this is just uh, you know Arduino compatible using it. We also have uh, Python codes. You can use it with a Raspberry Pi. And that looks really amazing. We did a couple of videos with that. And this is um, even without any um, uh, oversampling or uh, bicubic interpolation. So you can get even uh, better quality. But this is, this is a really good quality sensor. Uh, again, it comes with you know, the long and uh, short style short style so I can I can swap this out and uh, I'll show the other one um, so yeah, you can use it with Arduino um, I will say because of the way the algorithm is done for these you really need a fairly powerful uh, chip to read this sensor data from this camera so um, a SAMD51 is definitely what I recommend you need at least 20k of RAM I think a SAMD21 might be able to do it I recommend just go straight to the SAMD51, um, but it communicates over I squared C. It can, you know, boost it up. You can do up to, I think, 10 frames per second. Yeah. So it's a really great thermal camera, and the price is way better than, you know, one of those like FLIR cameras. And it might be good enough. Like this might be good enough quality for you to uh, to use to um, detect people like me. Hi, I'm a person. Yeah. Or to, uh, you know, you can wave it over a board to see where. Uh, your heat is coming from, like here in a Raspberry Pi, you can see it's coming from the center of the chip. Yeah, this is cool. And of course, it has Stemma connectors, so that means you can use it for lots of different things. Yes, it's plug and play, and you can plug it into yeah. all sorts of stuff. Okay. All right, next up. So next up, um, we have a uh, motor. So this is, I'm trying to figure out where my motor went. I had it. Oh, here it is. Okay. So this is a mini stepper motor. These are so cute. This is a NEMA 8 motor. It's very small, uh, but it's well loved. And uh, you give it five volt power using our stepper drivers. And you can have, hold on, sorry, just, I'm gonna plug it in. So here I'm using a feather motor uh, driver and uh, you've got a little stepper. It's got 200 That's cute stepper. degrees per revolution, so 1.8. Uh, sorry, 200 steps per revolution is 1.8 degrees. Uh, this is just running a simple back and forth test. 
Uh, it's got mounting holes, but yeah, it's basically just like those steppers that we have that are large, but it's really small. But it still has that precision. You can uh, micro-step it, of course. It'll work with any of the um, common micro-stepping drivers because uh, it's a, a basic bipolar stepper motor. And uh, it's really small, great for uh, micro CNC builds. Okay. I was visited by three ghosts and they said the star of the show tonight. Oh, I think we skipped the Ellison. Which one did we skip? Oh, the one in the middle. Which one? Oh, so right, right there. This one? Yeah, uh, one more. LSM six docks. Yeah. The, those ghosts. Yeah, it went those in the middle. Me Ooh, okay. So this got snuck in between the two thermal cameras. Right. So we have <laughs> the ST LSM 6D SOX. Um, this is a six DOF sensor. That's what the six stands for. It's a yeah. triple axis accelerometer and a triple axis gyro. So it's an IMU. Great for motion detection. And this is the latest generation of um, sensors from ST that can do uh, IMU sensing. And um, they've gotten really better and they've gotten a lot smaller too. So I can show this on the overhead. It tried to, it was so small it snuck through. It snuck through. So this is our standard STEM QT, 0.7 by one inch. That's the sensor in the middle there, and you have the axes. And then here it's connected to our STM32 F405 Feather, which is very popular. And best of all, it's got that stem port on the end. So this is plug and play. There's just you know a, a long cable connecting these, but no soldering required. And got some little bit of Arduino code here, just printing out the accelerometer and gyroscope data. So I'm definitely noticing the gyroscope is a lot more stable. Like if I press this against the table, um, you know, there's a little bit of an offset, but it's less than a degree per second, mm. which is really good. You'll always have a little bit of offset, but it's much less than other six DOF sensors. It's got I squared C and SPI. So if you want to use SPI for some reason, you can you know solder up to these headers. Two interrupts, and it's got um, support for an external I squared C or SPI port. This, I guess, is used for optical image stabilization. We don't use it, but uh, check out the documentation if you want to use this for more advanced purposes. Um, this LSM6 docs is kind of the, the next generation. So I think if you want to, uh, for example, make a um, self-balancing robot or you want to make a drone that has self-stabilization, um, upgrading to this from like the MPU6050, you'll get a lot better results. Uh, and it isn't that much more expensive, um, but the quality of MEM sensors has greatly improved. So really excited to see uh, more and better sensors coming from ST. So this is the ST LSM 6D SOX. And we'll soon have um, the ISM version, the industrial version, which is even more stable. But for now, we've got uh, this version, which is kind of for more um, standard uses, for like commercial uses. And we've got both an Arduino library and CircuitPython. And Python libraries so you can use with Arduino, CircuitPython, or a Raspberry Pi or other single board computers. And uh, one quick question, I think, related to this. Can you run this and record with a data logger? Absolutely. I mean, okay. that's what this is really great for. You can do sensor fusion as well to combine this to turn this into orientation data. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Okay, so now let's get back to the, um, the start of the show that the okay. three ghosts were telling me about. They're tricky. Uh, here we go. Okay, so this is the start of the show. She had the, those two guides about the MCP2221. This is actually the 221A, which is the uh, silicon revision, which increases the UART speed. And this is great because it's USB-C on one end, and then you get GPIO and Stemma, QT, and breakouts on the other end. And this chip, all it does is it takes USB HID data or CDC UART data and converts it for you, and we even have Blinka support. 
So what's neat is that you plug this into your computer, and now you can run all of our CircuitPython libraries and communicate with various sensors, LEDs, buttons, and devices. So for example, this here is a MacBook. You can see it's got a USB-C cable connecting to the MCP221A on the side there on the table. And then it's holding the LSM 6DSX 6DOF uh, sensor. And as you're moving it, the, um, this is a Jupyter Notebook in Python. It's live plotting that data directly into your computer um, at full speed, again, without the need of any microcontroller programming. It's just pure Python, and you just you instantiate the CircuitPython library and just read the data. It's so easy. Um, no soldering required because you can just plug into the end there of the Stemma QT connector, which is compatible with Quick. You can also use it with Grove sensors. This chip actually does a little bit more than I2C, although I like the I2C the most, of course. Um, it has a UART, so it also comes up as a uh, full RXTX UART, so you can also use this for uh, UART-capable sensors and devices like uh, GPSs and um, some uh, particle sensors. It also has four GPIO. Uh, G0 through G3, and they can all do digital in and out. They don't have pull-ups or pull-downs, which is a little bit annoying, but uh, three of them have ADCs. It has a 10-bit ADC on three of those, um, so you can have three separate analog inputs, which is really nice. Uh, the FT232H, which is a similar board, does not have ADC in. It also is a DAC. Uh, the DAC is shared between G2 and G3. It's only one DAC, it's not a dual DAC, and it's only five bits. But, you know, if you want a DAC, you just want to do maybe some, you know, basic uh, analog control of some feedback circuit. I don't know why they have a DAC in it, but they do. It's five bits. It works great. Again, works with the, our CircuitPython API, so you can use it from Python 3. And uh, it, you know, it was a little bit of a, a joy for Carter and I to go through and add support for all of uh, the interfaces on this. But we did it, and it works great. And, um, for example, uh, this demo, but... Um, as part of this guide, we also connected up to the thermal camera and read thermal camera data in. And this, the thermal camera is quite, it's quite a beast. I mean, it has transactions of uh, two kilobytes of I squared C data at a time. It's, it's super fun um, to read, but it, it performs admirably at that as well. So it's a low cost, but easy to use USB to I squared C GPIO adapter. Bring physical computing to Python. All I think the sensors. Anything that Stemma plugs in, you can bring it in. Twenty dollars? Are you kidding me? You can also do sensor development. So if you're, for example, so something what we do when we're writing drivers for chips, yeah. instead of dealing, we love microcontrollers; they're wonderful. But there, you are dealing with this extra board that's that's part of the interface, and it can crash or it can, you know, you can have a brownout because of power. With this, we plug this into the computer, we connect the sensor, and we start writing our drivers, and we don't have to worry about having this separate you know, my controller system, yeah. we get the driver all written out in Python, and then we just test to make sure we need the middle works, controller. Basically. <laughs> yeah. No middle middle controller here. It's I think direct. this is just, this is that, I was saying it earlier in the show, it's a sleeper hit because there's a lot of people that know Python. They've always wanted to get sensor information in, and this is the way to do it. Yeah, I want to do a kit, actually, with this, maybe in the next week or two, where we have our most popular Stemma sensors, yeah. and then you can plug and play them together, and then you know you can have sensor That's data cool. come into your computer. Um, again, you know it's it's even if you could get an Arduino for two dollars, I know there's two dollar nanos. You still have to deal with programming that and then parsing the data back and forth over download USB. IDs and don't do that. Stuff doesn't work. Get okay. get it direct. So uh, that's the MCP. All right, let's. Uh,
let's do let's do a recap. Let's do a recap, 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 recap. All it's right. time for a recap, recap. First up, um, if you haven't already, pick up gift certificates. And if you still want to be super nice to someone all year long, give them an Adabox gift subscription. Speaking of Adabox. We have a couple Adabox 14 still in stock. If you want Circuit Playground, Blue Fruit, the Gizmo, and all the extras to make your holiday so festive, pick one up after we're out. We're not going to be making any more, and uh, we don't have that many. We sold out pretty much all of them. We also have two new Stemma thermal cameras. These are plug and play Stemma cameras that give you 24 by 32 thermal IR input. We have 110 degrees, so kind of wide angle, and the 55 degree narrow angle. We have code for these to use in uh, Python and Arduino to use it with a Raspberry Pi or your computer using the MCP221 or with um, an Arduino that's powerful. You'll need one with at least 20K of RAM. From okay. ST, we and we stuck through. Oh, wait, go back. Oh, you want to go? You no. Wanna, you want to stick to the okay, Yeah, sorry. So the ST, STM 60SOX is a really nice six-off sensor, uh, triple-axis accelerometer, and gyro from ST. It's a nice update to their LSM uh, 6DS33 line. Um, more stable, better quality output. Great for IMUs. We have a little stepper motor. It's the 200 step per revolution NEMA 8 stepper motor. It's a bipolar stepper. Um, it works just like the bigger steppers, but it's so small and tiny and cute. It's great for micro CNC builds. And finally, the star of the show is our USB-C to GPIO converter that works with CircuitPython libraries using Python 3 and Blinka. Plug it in and you can, for example, have Jupyter notebooks where you have sensor data uh, streaming in or you can control servos out from whatever. Uh, this board has I2C, it has a separate uh, USB to UART as well. It has four GPIO that can do digital in and out, uh, three analog inputs, and one five-bit DAC. So it's a very low cost, easy way to get sensor data and you know, mechatronics and robotics in and out using your computer and USB-C. That's new products. Okay, uh, let's do some top secret. Sure. And then we'll... Um We'll do some questions. So first up, uh, this top secret, this is going to be on newsstand soon. It's reinvented. Yes. It's um, a magazine. You happen to be on the cover of it, so check it out. This one is called Ladies Who Hack, Lumber Free. Yay. And here are some pages from the inside. Just kind of exciting. Right. Then we have a new board coming out, and it's the ITSY. Yeah, you want me to show it ITZY. off on the overhead? And Well, I thought we would show how we test it. Okay. But uh, And then you could show it on the overhead. Right. So here's how we test it. From past us talking about. It. Hey, Lydia, what is this? Hey, everybody, I'm just testing this fresh panel of itsy bitsy NRF52840s with this tester I just made. It's pretty fast. It uses a Teensy to program in the uh, NRF52840 here over SWD, and it passed. Yay! All right, we're gonna get these ready and maybe in the store before the end of the year. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. Show this thing off. Yeah, this is the first one. This is the one that was actually was being tested in that video. So it's a double-sided board because we just had, you know, we had wanted to put the QSPY flash and the regulator and all that, and the, you know, all that stuff in the level shifter. So five volt uh, output on uh, pin five. You got dot star, a little blue LED, uh, reset button, and also a user button, uh, through two killers crystal, and then um, this lovely uh, Raytac module. So this is the Itsy Bitsy NRF52840. 
Um, it is almost completely pin compatible. Um, of course, there's no pins over here because it's where the antenna is. But other than that, you can use it in uh, most itsy bitsy like objects. I think it's what, like an inch and a half by 0.7 inches. It's definitely 0.7 inches and it's one point, yeah, it's about one and a half inches by 0.7 inches or 1.4 inches. So a great little compact Bluetooth board, our smallest Bluetooth board so far. Okay. Um, there is a full video about our new board that's coming out soon called Clue. So if you haven't got a Clue yet, <laughs> see that we're going to be able to do fun You've things You've been saying like that. that to me yeah. like all day. Um, so <laughs> you can go to youtube.com slash Adafruit and look in um, this video. So it's a full video, but I, because we're doing our live show this week, last week was Adabox unboxing, um, I thought I would just mention this, that we have this uh, coming soon. We'll have... Um, our prototypes and we'll have some to probably get out to the community pretty soon but it is a super powerful kind of next generation micro bit so if you like the form factor of micro bit but you want something that can run circuit python it's going to run the nrf 52840 have all these sensors have stemma um, all this stuff is going to be in this board and more so that is clear jam-packed yeah and we have a lot of fun ideas that'll go along with it. We like the idea of it being, um, it's a discovery board, and that's why we said, like, Clue, you can solve sensor mysteries. Who knows? But that's Clue. And that is top secret. Top secret. No, not yet. Get back in the vault. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's uh, head over to the Discord, adfruit.it slash Discord, and answer some questions. And at the very end of the show, we're going to do a giveaway, but start loading up your questions over on Discord. Yeah, ask them. Join all 15,000 of us. Now's the time. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll hit some of these questions right now. Just one compliment that someone said they like um, that you have the NEMA 8 besides the 17. Yes. Um, well, will A to B on the cover of Time magazine? I don't know. Um, you know, Time is looking, I think, at like really giant things right now. Climate change. Yeah. Politics. I'm um, going to leave that to them. Yeah. I, you know, and Lady Ada has been in Time magazine as like a, a little featurette. I think, you know, that would be a good feature. I think it's hard. There was a time when the Theranos lady was getting all the press, but that didn't work out. Yeah. And that was, Lady Ada got bumped on some magazines because everyone thought that Theranos lady was uh, the next Steve Jobs. And uh, I'm blaming journalists for falling for that. You know, we when we were talking to people, we were like, can you just give us one of these, like, blood kits? Because yeah. like, we'll tell you if it's going to work out. Anyways. It'll work out. Uh, some folks like the um, clue board. Definitely be picking up one of those. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, show my niece, the engineer, the Instagram. Feed is not all selfies, but makers make stuff. Itsy Bitsy was perfectly timed to make my point. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, here's one thing. Uh, make their point. Person, yeah, the, uh, this person was showing their niece that, uh, that it's not all just selfies on Instagram. Oh, you can yeah. put engineering content up. Yes. So we have 185,000 followers, which is That's crazy. Crazy for not doing selfies That's, and being influencers. Yeah. And, and not buying nonsense. We or never taking pay pictures for of things. Or, yeah. No, no. They, 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 won't, they won't verify us. We kept putting your information in, but they won't. Yeah. Anyways, but here's a cool thing. I say um, don't worry about what everyone is using these tools for. Use it for the best possible thing. So we try to put really cool engineering videos, engineering photos, the people here that work in the company, because um, what a cool gift that we've all been given, the idea that you can pu publish so easily. 
Yeah. But maybe we don't pub. Maybe we can all start to not publish garbage anymore, and maybe we can have things that inspire each other. Um, you know, the internet was supposed to be a do-over from television because television yeah. turned into like 500 channels and nonsense, and it was supposed to be really good. Now there, it's like it's seeping in to that territory again. But we can use this the way we want, and so that's why we, how we try to use social media and, and Twitter and all that. Like, how can we get a good message out? Um, how can we show? Um, especially young girls, here's what an engineer could be like. Correct. You know, if, if people can't imagine themselves in a role, then it's hard for them to want to do that. So anyways, I'm glad that we could help out. Um, someone uh, burn the charging LED on their Feather M4. Will they still be able to charge up the batteries? Yeah, the LED isn't important. It's just to in, it's an indicator for you. Okay. Is there a free open source way to run Windows programs on a Mac? I think you can get... There's free VMs, but you're going to have to you get can, the... Well, you always have to pay for the install, but you can get VirtualBox. Yeah, I think VirtualBox, but you're still going to have to get, like, a legit copy of Windows. To yeah, if it's it. for testing, there is a 30-day testing image available for Microsoft yeah. for, you, you know, for if you're testing software, which it, after 30 days, it just kind of stops working. Yeah, I want to build an iPod Touch battery pack, but wondering what parts to use. I would get a... Uh, well, if it's an external battery pack, then, you know, you can just you know, use a power boost or something. If you're trying to rebuild the internal battery pack, I'd get um, something from like iFixit. They're, they're pretty good about that. They've yeah. got like every battery for everything. Okay, let me hop over to the other channel over here. Uh, will there be any live board designs uh, from Desk of Lady Eight again? Yes. Yes. Um, there will be, we're gonna be starting that up again. Um, we had a giant flood and then we just like, we had all our shows that we're doing here. So we wanna have that same setup. Um, yeah. Okay. Do you make a complement circuit to the TLC five nine four seven board that this person uses? They uh, need to have twenty four digital inputs to go with the twenty four outputs. They use your fifty nine forty seven board on the Raspberry Pi three and fours that they get from us. Yeah, we've got this. Uh, you know, we've got the MCP twenty three zero one seven. It's like the GPIO breakout bonnet. That's the closest. I think that's got sixteen. GPIO, and you can just stack two of them together, and that's over I squared C. That's kind of the closest thing. Okay. Um, and then, uh, how would you build something like that in a case? Oh, this was about the iPod Touch. Like, how would you put it in a case? I think you'd work back from the case. Yeah, you'd find a good case. You know, people like yeah. um, tens and stuff, and then they yeah. fit what they can into. You know, it's funny as an old Walkman shell. Yeah, that works yeah. well. Um, I, I can answer this because it's not asking too much about it. The itsy bitsy, yes, it's Bluetooth. It's the yes, NRF fifty two. It's an NRF fifty two eight forty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do the giveaway yes. while we're still answering questions. Let's give away something. What do you want to give away? We're gonna give away one of these Ada boxes. A whole Ada box? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Well, it's Christmas. That's a big deal. All right. Yeah. What are the rules? If you've won something before, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. You have to call this phone number and uh, let it ring twice. I'm going to pick it up and say, ahoy, ahoy. That's how you know it's me. And then I'm going to ask you your name and uh, where you're calling from and a project you're working on or you want to work on. And if you can answer all of that, and like I said, you've never won anything before on this yeah. show, um, I will send you out an Ada box. It's a big deal. Not a subscription, just the box. Just the standalone, yeah. The standalone one. We can't, give, we can't give away subscriptions. That's weird. But we can give away the box. We have uh, a couple left. I have one yeah. here. All right. And then that was the phone number that you saw on the screen. That was the phone number. So call that phone number. Yeah. And just... You and you're going to ring the magic... Before. You're going to ring the, ring the magic um, radio shack phone. 
Uh, let's see, I'm using Seasol. Adafruit items on motorsports projects. Any waterproof items in the future? Waterproof is hard because it's a very specific yeah, thing. Yeah, we've got like cable glands and some waterproof boxes. I just put it in there because like you can't waterproof everything. Okay, that's fast. People want this stuff. Okay, stuff. so this is it. Okay, I'm gonna pick it up. Yep, you yep, ready? Yep, yep. Ahoy, ahoy. You called Ask an Engineer. Ahoy, ahoy to you! Oh, ahoy, ahoy. Okay, congratulations. You've managed to call the phone number. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Jean-Guy and I'm from uh, Montreal. Okay, well, congratulations. Uh, oh, can you turn down your computer audio? Um, you've won a fabulous Adabox. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T at adafruit.com, and say, hey, it's jean from uh, calling from Canada. And I've won an Ada box, and we'll ship one out to you right away. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> what what's, a, what's a project you're working on, or you want to work on? Oh, I'm working on an eternal uh, cat toy. Uh, it's a little tractor that oh. uh, has a laser on a on a uh, on a servo in the back. Okay, that's good. Your cat will be happy. You'll be happy. Everyone's happy. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com to win your free ada box so please don't forget to do that and they will send you out one right away i will do that okay thank you all right thank happy you so holidays. much happy holidays and a wonderful night to you bye you too. Okay. All right. okay i forgot to give them the pad that's okay it's an ada box there's I only will, one i will make sure the yeah. team knows. it's the one is that one the one i have over here yeah okay all right cool we did it that's our show. Happy holidays, Happy everybody. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, special thanks to everyone who tuned. Oh, we want to do another another, another one real quick. Real fast. It's yeah. If you're replacing the two light bulbs from a, from a product like the, the Sphero, you know, the, we have those. Um, the actual replacements are offered. How important is the LiPo that are paired or you can get away with just two LiPos of equal specs? You, I don't know. It really depends on the product, whether it's in parallel or series. I would, I would get, if it's something that you, that is expensive, and you want to make sure you don't accidentally have battery leakage, get the official battery pack or yeah. at least get something that is marketed as compatible Yeah. because it's not always clear what it is. My opinion is if you're asking, you should probably do the official route. Yeah. That's, that's, that's usually it. Like yeah. if you're, if, if you're like really real, if like you're a product designer and like you've been doing I've seen a lot of people because you put the, put the battery and it's the wrong, it's the wrong way, wrong platter, yeah. wrong voltage, they destroy the whole thing. Cause it's yeah. very easy. There's no way to protect against. Unless you're using this as a learning experience. Well, yeah. If you're, if, you're fun. <laughs> if you're just like, I'm just going to learn no matter the outcome. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, thank you everybody. Uh, all thank, right, thank, thank you all everybody. the folks who tuned in tonight. Uh, thanks for being a part of the eight fruit fam. And more, we very much appreciate it. Don't forget to use the code "tis the season." Ten percent off. Ten percent off. Sports. All these. Pick cool up folks. an AdaBox subscription. Yep. And uh, special thanks to Jesse May and Kelly who were in the Slack chat. Special thanks to all the remote team members that help out not only here, not only now, but all year round and in Discord and all the things that we do to keep this thing going. Special thanks to all the folks that viewed it tonight. I know you have lots of choices on what you do on your Christmas day. That you want to avoid your family. <laughs> yeah, or maybe the family's watching together. That's true. I shouldn't be so uh, cynical. Yeah. I, no, I just think we're, we're, you're either escape like New York, this is what I've always said about New York. You're either like escaping from something coming here or, or you're, you're, you know, you, you want to be here. Yeah, like, you, it's just like, this is how it is. It's true. That's what this show is. Okay. Maybe you're maybe maybe it's it's something you're doing together or maybe you're escaping from something. Either way it works.
We're here either way. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, 500 so episodes. I, yeah, something like that. Um, we'll be. We'll see everybody next week. It'll be New Year's Day. It'll be a new year. Okay. So come by next week. And uh, thank you very much, everybody. Here is your Momo Zener. Bye, everybody.